We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast. What's good with it? Happy Hump Day. Happy Hump Day. That's right. Happy. Choose happiness, regardless of the foolishness that we might be experiencing. As a fan base, we are brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you're going to drink, by all means, make sure that you do so. Responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. The Anor boys are in the building. Now, I did this on purpose, uh, LL Nation. Valentine's Day, so uh, everything was supposed to be sweet, left. Mm. But I, I kind of put you at a disadvantage. And I did it on purpose. And maybe it was because I was in a, a little bit of a foul mood. Didn't sleep well. Didn't sleep. You ever get a Charlie horse in the middle of the night left? The one in your back or in your, in your leg? In my leg, bro. In mm. my leg. When I tell you, and then you can't move, bro. Because your natural inclination is to move to try to make it better, but you have to lay there as it just continues to throb. And Yeah, I was in a bad mood for about an hour and a half, bro. Mm. Hour and a half. And I just woke up and was like, man, I don't even give a darn. I don't even give a darn. And I forgot that there was information I was supposed to get to you, left for today's show. Is that right? Information, yeah, that I had, you know, kind of picked up on. And uh, I got Brian Driscoll, put it on the message board last night. I actually talked to a couple of people last night via text over at the Big Ten Network. They contacted me trying to figure out what was going on. Notre Dame is pretty much laughing stock right now, bro. Yeah. Laughing stock right now. Had some NFL people reach out to me. Laughing stock. They all like, yo, what? What? What really happened? So I set you up. Because I knew if I told you this last night, you would probably rationalize it. You know, 
So before you know. I reveal, before I reveal it to you, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content, leave five stars. You already know we spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So, you know, we did yesterday's show, and we discussed what happened when Andy Ludwig left. But I want to introduce to you further evidence of what transpired. Now, the lucky lefty fans, Notre Dame fans, this is Malik's first time hearing this information. So you are about to get the, the purest response, visually and audibly, that you can get in this situation. You ready for this, Lev? I'm ready for it. Okay. The people in charge of getting the contract information for Andy Ludwig from Utah, they screwed up. Andy Ludwig signed a new contract recently mm. where he was getting paid $1 million and his buyout was $2.8. They got the old contract where the buyout was $450,000. Now, people try to blame Utah and say, well, that's on Utah. No, my man, anytime you get something sent to you, you it's your responsibility to read it over. It's your responsibility to confirm it, right? Marcus Freeman loved Andy Ludwig. The coaching staff loved him. Andy Ludwig goes back to Utah when he leaves Notre Dame, pretty much pitching the job to his offensive line coach that he's going to bring with him. Everything's pretty much a done deal in the minds of the coaching staff. 
You with me, love? I'm with you. Guess who was in charge of getting the contract information from what people are reporting, love? Who was in charge of getting the contract from Andy to Indy? Yes. Who? Ron Powell's according to reports, love. Now, you pointed out to me that when you found out he was going to be part of the search, your exact words were, oh, what is, what's this bull crap? Those are your exact words, left. According to reports, whether directly or indirectly, there, there may be some blame to lay right there. That's that's not it though, Lev. Are you telling me this man? Wait, 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 wait. That's not it, Lev. <laughs> How you sleeping? Inherited bull. Part of the reason that Jack Swarbrick wasn't willing to pay the two point eight million buyout that he could have easily raised with a couple of phone calls. Is because he did not think Andy Ludwig was that good of a coach. The AD thought that. How Jack Swarbrick <laughs> is capable of coming to a conclusion that anybody in America is good at their job and coaching, I have no clue. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have a bunch of ideas of so, how he came so to that conclusion. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, go you ahead, love me. Oh, you go ahead, love me. Go ahead, go ahead. You telling me that the AD, the man involved in no type of film, is an avid game watcher from the stands, is telling the media or whoever he's telling. Yeah. So wait a minute. Let me explain. Let me explain to people in the chat. Okay. Now, I'm a 10-year veteran, decade in the third biggest sports market. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. When I report stuff, you say report it and allegedly. So it's not a rumor. It's so, been reported. It's on the message board over Irish Breakdown, and it's included in a story where Brian Driscoll wrote about how Marcus Freeman now has to change everything he does because he's being he has devices. Look, he's being sunned right now. So, I, so we're so, not playing these oh, games about wait rumors. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look all here. All of this. All Look of here. this. Marcus Freeman has done his thorough research. Yes. Taking his time as a head yes. coach. Yes. Active. Yes. Played. Yes. On and off the field football. Yes. Researched, interviewed. Brought him in. Yes. Did his due diligence. Yes. To the point where he was like, this is a fit for us. Yes. And you saying that the AD is so smart that he don't have to do, do all the due diligence Marcus Freeman is paid to do to win football games. Left for everybody out there. See, this is the problem. 
Notre Dame fans are trying to rationalize the situation. They're trying to rationalize the buyout. They're trying to rationalize. I told you. It's clear as day. Marcus Freeman is the head coach. Jack Swarbrick is the head of the program. It's, it's simple. We don't do. Stop. It's black and white. It's black and white. Because Andy Luckwig, the 2.8, that's all semantics. I don't even give a darn about Ron Powers. I'm reporting what has been put out there. You can go read the report over Irish Breakdown by Brian Driscoll, who has confirmed. This is some. This is real crazy. This this is what it is. When so people put Marcus it out, Pete Freeman Sampson, is... wait, wait. Pete Sampson also wrote an article on the, in The Athletic. Since you want double confirmation, you can go read Pete Sampson as well, talking about the devices working against Marcus Freeman and how he deserves better. We're not about to play these games. Yeah. We're not, yeah. We don't do that. I'm quitting. We don't do that. We don't do that. We're not playing these games. His name is out there for a reason. Now, if that's the case, it's ridiculous. In that conference, in that media session, I'm like, this ain't nine and four for me. This is nine and four for Jack. No. For Jack Swarbrick season. Because what is that? See, this is Mike Sullivan. You you have a problem listening. We said it is being reported. It is being reported. I don't care whether it's it's been put out there by multiple sources. It's not my job. When there's smoke, there's fire. When multiple sources put your name out there, there's something wrong. Something wrong. When somebody from the Big Ten Network inserts your name in a text conversation, there's something wrong. It's something wrong. It's something wrong. This goes back. And uh, wait, 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 wait. This is the sticky part. Oh, wait a minute. Left, tell me. Jack Swarbrick said, or it's reported and been confirmed by Brian Driscoll that Jack Swarbrick made a football decision. Who who did he consult with, Left? I'm just going to ask you. Who, who gave him the information? Who did he talk to to find out whether or not Andy Ludwig was a good enough coach? He didn't. Go ahead, left. Who? Clearly, because he didn't come up with that on his own. He, he didn't come to. up with that. He did not come up with that on his own. He did not. Who? 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 And I clearly said directly or indirectly. Did I not? Ron Powell is somehow. Part of the mix-up, according to reports. I didn't say he did it. I said directly or indirectly. It could have been an assistant. It could have been an intern. All I know is that somebody was supposed to read the contract and make sure that it was the correct one. Their job. Period. Notre Dame fans have to stop trying to stick up for people in this situation because everybody, everybody deserves the blame. Everybody. Stop trying to defend and, and rationalize because of your fandom. This ain't the time to do that. This is not the time to do that, man. It's not. 
That's what they want us to do. They want us to rationalize, pacify. It's okay. We'll get over it. We're going to be all right. Stop. Stop. Stop rationalizing, yo. Just stop. Because wait a minute. Just two days ago, remember this? Just two days ago, these same people, when things started coming out, well, it's, we don't know if that's true. We don't know if the buyout thing is really true. And then more information came out. And then it was like, oh. That's how Notre Dame fans reacted initially. Well, we don't know if the buyout thing is true. We have to wait and see. Maybe Utah's lying. Maybe Utah's saying that from their side. Then the information comes out. Right? And then more information comes out. Oh, oh. And now, well, that's just a rumor. Okay. And more information is going to come out. It's going to keep coming out. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a clown show. That's you what gotta, it is. You got and as a fan base, job. as a fan base, we just need to step back, admit what it is, and rock with this team and Marcus Freeman. That's it. Because right now, the administration and what they've shown, it's like, man, stop. 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 Why are you as an AD making football decisions for a head coach? You're missing left. I need you to tell me who he consulted with. Stop. I, I, that's, that's the answer I need. Oh, my God. Did he call? Kyle Whittingham was at the Super Bowl. Did he talk to Kyle Whittingham? Did he talk to other coaches on the Utah staff? Did he call the AD at Utah? Who did he talk to? Did he talk to the Notre Dame Board of Trustees? Did they go into the film room together? <laughs> I, I know that they're not watching no film. I know they're not. Who? Because I know, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure none of the Notre Dame coaches, I'm pretty sure that none of the Notre Dame coaches who loved Andy Ludwig went to Jack Swarbrick and said, nah. I don't think he's a good coach. Who? Did he call you left? He called me. Maybe we need to text Uncle Reg and see if he texts him. Maybe Uncle Reg talked to him. Maybe Brady Quinn talked to him left. Who talked to him? Maybe he reached out to Rocket. Who talked to Jack? Who talked to him? Who? Where did you get? Where did you get this football information from? Where? Because it was a football decision that you said you made. And where did you go that was better than the head coach's suggestion, the one that took the due diligence? Who was are you listening to over your own head coach's suggestion? Thank you. Touchdown. That's that's all that matters. Like left, 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 a. Hey, I knew it was a problem when you hiring offensive, defensive coordinators before your head coach. So clearly, what is Marcus Freeman's position if it ain't really the head coach? Because you had to have had talked to a different head coach to take his advice over the your own head coach that you put in place to win for you. 
the guy you hired to win for you the things you did to him in his first year. First year, you talking about, yeah, I know you got a whole guys that you want in, but I'm going to suggest both of your offense and defensive coordinators for you to win for me. Okay? Definitely doesn't work out how we want it to. Matter of fact, not only am I going to hire these guys, these guys that I'm suggesting for you to hire through me for you to do are going to make sure that they're open and interested in a lot of schools as they're trying to coach for you. So, which means that they have one foot in and one foot out as I'm making you hire these guys to win for me through you. How does that work? Okay, boom. The first year, one already gone, and he was damn near gone before that. You still got a guy that's one foot in, one foot out with the high chance of leaving because we already know he's an NFL guy, but that's just what I wanted you to do in your first year. Okay, whatever. Now that you think the house is cleared, you think you're just going to keep deciding things as a head coach? That's not how it works here. I'm going to suggest some more guys for you. So the guy I'm going to let you act like you're going to bring Andy Lugwood in, do your due diligence, boom, because that's what I hired you to do, apparently. That's what you're thinking. That's what you're thinking. Man, if I'm Marcus Freeman, man, y'all can kiss my butt. Cincinnati was way better than this. Because what, what are we doing? If you hire me to be the head coach, and then at the end of the day I'm making head coach decisions, and I come to you and be like, I've done the due diligence of a head coach to present to you somebody that we need to be paying to win games for you in this university. And you tell me after doing all of that, that you heard from somebody else that you and him or whoever you talk to, I know y'all didn't do the due diligence. I did, but whatever y'all decided, y'all just don't want to do it because y'all don't like him. Y'all don't like him. Y'all don't think, and then y'all say it's a football decision. So I make football decisions that y'all just tell me, oh, well, I like other football decisions I talk to other people about over you. I'm coming to you with a plan. You come to me with a plan. But we not on the same plan. So what did you hire him for? You hired him to construct a whole football team, a staff, and everything that can win a championship for Notre Dame. And he comes to you with this plan that he puts together. But then he comes to you, but you come to him with a whole plan you put together. So you putting plans together for your head coach that you asking to put plans for, for the program. No wonder why you miss him. If I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm like, what am I doing here? Who is the, who is the head coach? Jack? Because it don't feel like me. It feel like it was Tommy. Tommy gone. Now I feel like it's somebody else. You mean the head coach of the offense? That's the type of foolishness that was leaking out of South Bend. The head coach of the offense. Who? When? when? Tell, me a head, tell me a college coach that's had to do. Who? Who does that? Who is the head coach of the offense in, other, in any other place in college football? The head coach? Not, not the off. They, see, 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 see. 
it's the words for me. It ain't. It can't just be an offensive coordinator. They soup it up. Soup it up. The head coach of the offense. Ain't nothing. Most layman's terms for football, we would be like, oh, that's just the offense coordinator. No, 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 no. We're not just calling the offense coordinator. This is the head coach, meaning that if if something was a flip of a coin, it could be me or Marcus Freeman running out there, leading the team. Yeah, yeah. Even this is the first time in college football history where even our head coach has a backup. It's you know the first what? time in history nah, where the man. head coach got a got to try out for his spot every season. What in the hell have you ever seen a football program have their head coach at the same time of getting his one and two B together, his first rotation and the second rotation together, his first team and second team? He's got to be on the first team or a second team. He's trying to win playing time. This is the first time in history where an AD has made a head coach earn playing time. What you hired a man for to earn playing time? Head coach of the offense? And they look, if they didn't want to, if they didn't want the brother there, just say we just we just don't want the brother there. I don't care what the players want. You should just said that. You should just and, and listen, it would be it'd be cool, be okay, it's Notre Dame, okay, whatever. But y'all done hide the brother like he was Obama. And don't let him get nothing done. Just working opposite. Like, how you? If I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm walking in, I'm, my, my feelings is real, real hurt. I done do my due diligence. I done brought Andy Ludwig all the best stakes in South Bend. Done treated him right at the hockey game. And I don't even like hockey. I done did my due diligence. Come to you. You yawning. Oh, Marcus Freeman, good to see you. What's going on? Waking up, didn't do no type of you. You coming off of some administration meeting? He he laid it out for you. I done found a fit championship written all over this guy. We got him. We got him. You look at that paper about five minutes and be like, man, listen, I don't like him. I talked to this other guy, uh, my neighbor. And my neighbor told me he saw ESPN. They didn't like him, and I and I rock with my neighbor, man. I think I'm. A, I don't know if I want to bring him. What is this? This is the first time in history. If I'm Marcus Freeman, I think I, I I might quit, or be like, don't call me the head coach. Just say I am the leader of the new school or something. I'm just. I'm just the head of uh, motivation. Because this ain't right, man. This ain't. They don't do that to saving. Just imagine. Bill O'Brien calls himself the head coach of the offense for Nick Saban. You know how boss Nick Saban is, bro? You know, you know and I'm not going to – look, Nick Saban deserves to be able to do this. When Tommy went down to Tuscaloosa, Nick Saban wasn't even there.
He told Tommy to get on the plane and go check everything out. Go check everything out. Let me know what you think. No, he didn't. Nick Saban wasn't even there. Wasn't even there? No, he was off handling other business. And, and, and so he told hey, me. Hey, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send a plane for you. Go on, <laughs> come down. Man, they're going to take care of you. You know what I'm saying? It's like that scene when, you know, <laughs> Vito Corleone passed away. And Michael was in the office for the first time, and everybody was sitting out in the waiting room for the opportunity to meet the Godfather and kiss the ring. <laughs> Tommy was down in Tuscaloosa walking around, chilling, uh, being handled by assistants. Getting handled by assistants. And this cat saving Tommy, Tommy, no different than one of them recruits down there. He walking with the same, the same tour guide. Man. And one that of the five star recruits. Without letting Tommy know. He let Tommy know this my ish. <laughs> don't don't get the big head. That stuff you was pulling back in South Bend, it's not even happening, bro. This mine. On the phone piano. though. On yeah. the phone though, because he wasn't there. I wasn't he there. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's a phone call. Yeah, we're gonna break that off of you immediately. <laughs> You're not even worth my presence right now. Come down, walk around, let me know what you think, and let me know if you're ready to do this. And let me know. Man, that man Tommy didn't even hadn't come back to get his stuff from South Bend yet. <laughs> he ain't even cleaned his office out yet. They gotta they gotta get the assistance in the training room, the equipment room to go clean Tommy office yeah. and ship it to FedEx or something. He ain't even left Tuscaloosa since. <laughs> Still ain't met Saban. Saban treat that man like making another band. Like go get my cheesecake. Yeah, go get my cheesecake. Walker Juniors. Walker Juniors. Tommy over there going through Alabama hazing right now. Has Tommy, wait a minute. Has Tommy even had a press conference yet? No, of course. He got to go do a couple lifts. He got to go. Got to go learn a fight song. No, Tommy getting indoctrinated right now. Man, get strapped to the strapped to the chair. Playing all Alabama's Nick Saban's greatest highlights. What are you talking about, man? He ain't deserve the what? Press conference. You might not see that man to the first game. Karen, Garen, you wild for that, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that man Saban treating Tommy like no different. You a recruit, man. What are you talking about? No, this is why I love LL Nation, bro, because we can find a way to laugh no matter what we're talking about, bro. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Conjunction, with Irish Breakdown, via CMB Nation, all of our great content, man. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spend a different. You know what? I have to step away, love. I have to step away. I have to step away. And I'm going to go ahead, you know, when I'm, you know, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. When I'm right, I'm right. I'm gonna go ahead and apologize to our guy Mike Sullivan. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I I needed I, I haven't eaten breakfast. Mm. I was irritated because of the you know middle of the night dealing with the pool, Charlie Horse, and then just the information, everything you know what Mike Sullivan. Man, my bad, bro. My bad. My bad. It ain't <laughs> it ain't even about you. It, it wasn't like, even about you, man. It's it just, it just seemed like things get it so hard. About you. 
It's just the fact that an AD made a football decision. (laughs) Maybe he consulted Tommy Reese. Maybe he consulted Bill Reese. Man, listen. Who is this man talking to? Man. That's the that's the mantra of the show. Who is this Dude. man talking to? <laughs> this man made a football decision, bro. <laughs> that was that he felt was better. Better. <laughs> this man, Jack Swarwick, probably spends five minutes of football in a whole week. And that five minutes of football he spends on thinking about football, that that five minutes was worth every single minute Marcus Freeman spent doing due diligence on Andy Ludwig. <laughs> Spending time, hockey game. Nick Saban didn't go to a hockey game with Tommy. He wasn't no, even in the state. None of that. No, he, none Tommy of that. over there eating that Subway before he, he finished his tour. None of that. None. This man, Marcus Freeman, is having personal conversation with the man. And this man, Jack Swarbrick, took five minutes out of his busy schedule about football to be like, that's the decision that's smarter with. I hired a guy to do. I hired a guy to make these decisions, and I'm telling him that I made a football decision. I should have hired myself. What are we talking about? Marcus Freeman's like, this is a joke. This is a joke. What am I wasting my time for? I'm about to go play golf. <laughs> Marcus Freeman going to be playing with Steph Curry and Pat Mahomes in the next uh, golf celebrity <laughs> match. Marcus Freeman hitting a 771. That cat, man, look. <laughs> He going to be next to Aaron Rodgers. He's like, man, I'm getting caught up on my swing, man. I've had plenty of time because I don't have to do nothing. I don't got to do nothing. I tried to do something, and they told me, you know what? Listen, I don't even want you thinking that hard. Apple Podcast, Spotify. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content, leave five stars. You already know. We spin it different. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
I see our boy Donnie Cruz back live. Hey, Donnie, this dude right here said Arizona has the best chopped cheese, chopped cheese chop sandwiches. Cheese. He chop said it's better than the, any borough in New York. Get them, Donnie. New York streets are done. Get them, Donnie. Get them, Donnie. Out of the Bronx. Get them, Donnie. Get them. Donnie's happy because he's a Duke basketball fan and they beat Notre Dame last night, which isn't a difficult task at this point. Maybe Father Jenkins and, and Jack did a film session together. Man, don't tell me that. Because that's, that's only going to make it worse. Because it goes back to why are you hiring a man to do a job that you are deciding that you're making the decisions for him? I've never heard Brian Kelly go to Jack Swarbrick. I was just wondering, what's that conversation like? Hey, uh, Jack, I am going to hire Dell Alexander. Any pushback? No? Okay. Hey, I'm going to hire this guy to get K-Mad in here. Pushback. No? I'm going to bring Van Gorder in here. No? No, nothing. Say nothing back. No pushback on any coach decision Brian Kelly made. Mm -hmm. Ever. And we've had three or four in the first year. What's going on? So someone in the chat asked the interesting question left. Where do we go from here? What is Mar what does Marcus Freeman do in the first press conference back? Because these are going to be some explosive questions. My first question to Marcus Freeman in the press conference. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Marcus Freeman, um, interesting couple weeks. <laughs> so, who's making the decisions around here? <laughs> Man, they gonna we'll eat have no Pete Sampson gonna eat his ass up. See. Look, this is where we go from here, in my opinion. Marcus Freeman has to shift, and I think Brian Driscoll, you know, because we had this conversation, and then he wrote an article. I said it yesterday. If I'm Marcus Freeman, I have serious trust issues right now. Oh. So now I'm really building up a wall with my hires. Like I'm only going at the people that I truly trust that I know are my guys that cannot be infiltrated. These All are the my guys. guys. Messing it up is guys that he didn't hire and bring on Ron Paulus. You think Marcus Freeman would put a guy like Ron Paulus position, somebody that he would really trust. That's a position of a guy that if he had, if he was running the program, He's putting his right hand man in that position. Well, so Garen Newsom, Newsom has that's yo, that's a great question. How can we honestly move forward in a positive manner without trust? Ever been in a relationship where you can't trust the other person? Did it last? I mean, but this is the this is the culture that's been created. And he's not going to give up on his team. They are that's dead. not Marcus Freeman. He's not, he's not walking out on his players. He's not going to put forth less effort. He's not going to stop recruiting or attempting to recruit at the highest level. That's not who he but is. He shouldn't be the shield either, taking all the bullets. 
Because that's how they like to do. They like to roll out. You know, they put that front line, the pawns, <laughs> take all the smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should do that either, though. And I think he should have read the fine print because clearly there was a giant paragraph of fine print he must have skipped over that said you actually aren't the head coach. You're just uh, – I don't even know if it's a placeholder. Look, um, Jared Parker promoting him as somebody – that's his guy. He hired him as somebody you can trust. You know, he has this experience. You know, if you elevate him, then you can add another coach. That can possibly do quarterback and tight end. I mean, there's some things maybe you can do. I don't know. Uh, Daryl Funk, who's out there at BYU, him and Mark has had a relationship going back to Purdue. And you have the, uh, uh, what's that, Gino Jadugli. Uh, who's at Wisconsin right now? You know, he has – yeah, Marcus has to go through his relationship Rolodex now. He swung big. That's what you wanted him to do. The fan base wanted him to swing big. He did that. Now, there are other factors involved, man. This yeah. Your head He's coach is looking around. Your, your head coach is looking around like, yo, what's – the last thing the head coach should have to worry about is administration dropping the ball on simple things. We in HBCU all of a sudden, man. No, no type of no type of cohesion all of a sudden. I'm like, why are we why are we looking real like we don't know what we're doing? Why is there a media runaround? Why why are we acting like we can't function or we're not hiring guys that can function well enough for the administration to trust or why are we, you know, I mean, we losing pieces. We done lost a foundational piece in our offensive line coach. He has to think about that. We got to think about a quarterback coach and an offensive coordinator because the one y'all gave him did two for one. It don't sound like there's a lot of support this to, to start off the blocks. Like I said, Brian Driscoll wrote an article. Pete Sampson wrote an article. And said, like, like, Mark, dude, Marcus Freeman does not deserve this, dude. This is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Who does this? You go from, you were out that left. I talked to several people that were out in the desert. The week of the Super Bowl, Notre Dame was buzzing in Arizona. People were wondering, man, who are they going to hire? Who do you think it's going to be? Who do you think it's going to be? During the NFL's biggest week, Notre Dame is being bantered about, talked about. In a positive light, they find that guy. And then this is what happens. And now the same people are laughing. Because it's only getting worse. It's unbelievable. Don't let Al go and leave before we get anything moving forward. Because, you know, they only have schedule. So, yeah. I, I would look. Those are three names that are probably very serious contenders at this point for the job. 
uh, any of the big wigs that you know we expected Marcus Freeman to talk to or take a swing at? No, nah, and it goes back to the decline of Andy Luckwig, as we said yesterday, coming with suggestion boxes. You are you knew you you know that's what happened. Walked into the office, sat down. We're not going to be able to do it. What about this guy, though? What about that guy? I don't have anything against Jared Parker. Nothing at all. He has a quarterback, offensive line, running backs, more depth at the wide receiver room. Your, your average to, to great offensive coordinator can be successful with the offensive talent Notre Dame has this year. An average offense. We, we absolutely can get that average dude. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's we why you know, we felt like candidate. we felt like Tommy Reese was going to be successful with the talent they had this yeah, year. Like, sure. So you I know, think I should we, be the offensive coordinator because at this point at this point, why at this point, why shouldn't you be interviewed? I should definitely be interviewed. I know Jack. If it's about something like that, I know him. I trust Marcus Freeman. Definitely trust me. And at this point, y'all let Tommy do it, and Tommy is doing what? Hasn't won the damn thing. Nine and four. Terrible recruits. No championships. Man, that cat, that cat, Nick Saban is a G. And I can train the quarterbacks and coach them. How about that? I mean, at this point, because this is getting – you don't – you can't get a superstar offensive coordinator now. You can't get Tom Monkey. Can't, I don't even know if you're getting Brian Leftwich anymore or not. Probably not. The ones you did your due diligence for, they're clearly not even taking you serious on that. At least I graduated from Notre Dame. I qualify more now. If we if that's if that's how y'all doing it, y'all just making football decisions and it's just no hey. qualify for sure at this point. Shout out to I got Matt D. Matt, thanks for tapping in. How does an attorney know more than a head coach? I mean, he already picked his last OC form. <laughs> this is BS. Pick the OC that was looking for other jobs. <laughs> how you pick? It's like they was like, he really gave Tommy that as a consolation. Mm. All right, Tommy, bro. I know I, I, you see what the people want. The people want me to pick Marcus. I know you my guy. But look, I'm going to make you the head coach of offense. What about that? It's the same thing. Same thing. And if you want to leave, you still can. That's a great deal, huh, Tommy? You my boy. Come on. Tommy's like, all right. And then you know what? I'm very interested in the vibe when I walk into the indoor facility for the pro day. Because you know I stick out, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> I stick out. So I'm, as hard as we've been going the last couple of days. Man, it's it's how hard as they've been going. We just telling it what, what y'all been doing. And it's messed up. 
Marcus Freeman probably like, man, where am I at? Good grief. Y'all just, I thought y'all was just handcuffing the offense. Y'all handcuffing the head coach. Y'all just, everywhere y'all go, just handcuffing some shit. Handcuffing me over here. Handcuffing me over there. You've given me guys that want to leave. Then I got guys that want to come. They can't even come. So what are we doing? You just filtering guys through me to get them better jobs? Yo, I had someone that was a graduate of Notre Dame actually inbox me yesterday. And they were saying how they, along with other alums, couldn't even get their phone calls answered yesterday. They said they were upset and they were calling and like literally Notre Dame, the phone phone calls weren't being picked up. Man, I don't know if they're trying to figure out how they can recover from this. That might be the case, but I, the damage is done. It's oh, they blew it up. That's why they should just call me. Yeah. Stop playing, Jack. Yeah. And just oh, boy, I can save the situation. Yeah. Because at this point, you don't want qualifications like that. <laughs> you just spent five years with a guy you brought on because he's a friend, Tommy. I am no different than Tommy Reese. Bring me in. Let me get this together with Marcus Freeman. We already got a great relationship. I already know your quarterbacks. And Back. I can make them better. Before they even I can, got to I know the name. quarterbacks anyway. I can call plays great. I know what we need to run. Y'all be hiring people like Doug Flutie to do the NBC thing and all that. That's cool. Y'all don't want to give me the NBC thing. But the OC thing, I got you. You don't, you don't even have to pay me the big bucks yet because we'll win. I just want to win. And then you can pay me the big bucks. Jack, how about that? I come in on the bargain. Because right now you need something to save face and the program. Because right now you're just doing nothing but getting everybody else rich that's leaving here. You done got Brian Kelly rich. Let him leave. You done got Tommy in a great spot, not doing nothing here for us. And now he gets to enrich another team's life with a better, obviously, program structure. Just got a text. Somebody in the business. Notre Dame not serious. They're not. So if you're not serious, then let me come in and bring that serious back with Marcus Freeman because he's serious. Y'all playing with Marcus Freeman, and he's trying to really do something. Go ahead and call, man. The phone here. Look, the phone. Look, call the phone. Marcus Freeman, look. I, I mean, you can't receive like you can't vouch for much people anyway because they ain't even going to listen to you. But, look, I'll write a petition now. Look, I'll come in. We sit down. Look, we got this. Marcus Freeman, we got this. Just give me the same clothing line they give you. <laughs> I'll shoot your address. You Did know? you see the hoodie he had on at the hockey game? What? They start. They they fooling now. He got a whole designer now. He got a whole designer. Dude, 
He probably wants to burn the hoodie now. That was yeah, his, that was, that was so the lucky hoodie. That was the closing hoodie. Crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's been put in a position. Where where does he go from here? Marcus Freeman has been put in a position where he has to really – he can't approach staff hires strictly from a football standpoint. He has to think about trust. He has to think about other external things, and that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> he can't make a decision based on his own will. Let's put it like that. And he I've never can't. heard of that. He just can't. So, Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Lucky Lefty Podcast channel, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content. We appreciate you, Ryan Roberts, and his draft show. State of Recruiting, John Garcia Jr., <laughs> CFB on America. They talking about we're going to have to call Al Sharpton up there to go Ben Crump. Man, look, Ben Crump and Al Sharpton in South Bend. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You Somebody already gotta know. Somebody got to fight for this Black History Month. Somebody got to fight for Marcus. <laughs> we spit it different. Boy, man, oh that campus would God. never be the same. That campus would never be the same. That campus would never be It would literally same. be national news tomorrow. Al Sharpton run up there. And say this university, whoop de whoop de whoop, Rooney ruled Marcus <laughs> Freeman out of coaches. <laughs> oh man, that'd be oh, cool. Let's transition left. <laughs>